it. Yep. Um, yep. Do I sound Welcome. okay? I haven't like you know recorded no. in a while. I don't know yeah. what the volume levels and. Welcome such. back. Welcome to the Sleepy Pod. How Ooh. dare you? <laughs> Crank the heat. Rock the lullaby channel. Oh, dude, I'm here for it. Let's do it. Uh, this is We Were Gamers episode, I don't know, 357, I guess. Uh, yep, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got, uh, we got a full house this week. Uh, Andy's over there. Yay. And Michael's over there. Hey, friends. Uh, it's good to be back, guys. Been, been out for a couple weeks, just the timing of stuff didn't work out together. Um, it's good to hear you guys' voices again. It's been a while. Good to have you back. It's it's fun to text you, but it's better to hear you. Yeah, yeah. It's been uh been a wild couple of weeks. Uh, the first week that I was out, uh, we were attending a baseball game the night that we normally record this, and it just was not going to be feasible to be back in time for that. <laughs> <laughs> you you mean the shorter baseball games that still take three hours exactly? I mean, it was still shorter, but like they were in the ninth <laughs> inning and. <laughs> Yeah, it was like eight eight twenty, and so it's that wasn't so f- happening. I I cannot imagine this shortening, quote unquote, shortening the games has increased the. Uh, they are shorter. It viewership. moves faster. I can definitely say, you know, from my experience sitting in that ballpark, it moved. Like you know, stuff happened, innings switched, game continued. Right, like you- it was not a, you know. It, it still was long in the grand scheme of things because, you know, it was still a baseball game. It took like, you know, almost under three hours. But yeah, it's like, around it three was... still. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I want to know something about your baseball experience. Mm-hmm. Did you experience the new part of it that I actually uh, am sort of here for? Um, which is the pick, pitch clock gamesmanship. It's hard to tell from literally the uppermost deck of the stadium and not the back row, but not not the back row. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will, you know, credit to the stadium we attended. Even those seats are not that bad when you're like close to behind home plate. You can still see pretty well. The rake on that that upper level is pretty steep such that you still have a pretty good view. Like, for instance, where I was sitting uh, I could see the balls and the strikes over the plate quite a bit better than I think I could if I was sitting like down one of the field lines and much lower and closer to the action. Sure, yeah. Um, so that was you know a benefit. But in terms of what you're talking about, Andrew, I don't know if I noticed it. Um, it's hard to discern that kind of stuff if you're not seeing, like if you're not really dialed into the game the whole time, you know? And you're with a group of people, it's like easy to be chit-chatting or having drinks or whatever, and then like not pay attention to the fact that the batter called like batter's timeout like half a second before the pitcher was about to pitch, right? Mm-hmm. I assume that's the kind of stuff you're talking about. Yeah, I mean the, a lot of the the new pitch clock rules are inflexible in terms of their timing and exactness. And so mm-hmm. that allows the pitcher and the batter because there's a timer for the batter's box as well. Right. Um, to, Oh, my foot slid across the line and I'm in the box exactly at the last second. And now the pitcher is unprepared to pitch, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it's been an interesting thing 
that not maybe is not super prevalent, but uh, is at least starting to become a thing. Um, I've definitely seen it from you know, games I've watched at home where I'll hear the announcers call out like, oh, the umpire is like chastising the pitcher for trying to like quick pitch the batter or whatever, yep. right? Like mm-hmm. when the batter is like in there but not paying attention and just be like, oh, here's a strike. Like <laughs> the umpire then gets mad at the pitcher and like mm-hmm. awards a ball or something. I don't know. There's like they make weird. The thing I wish is that I wish the umpires all had consistent hand signals for who's taking the timeout and like what just happened. Yeah. Because I feel like half the time I'm confused and yeah, the pitchers and batters and stuff are all talking to each other right there. So they get it. But like, I'm not, <laughs> so that I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. I think the, the coolest thing that has now happened because of the new rules is the, um, the stolen base percentage is wild this season. Okay. The bases are too big, man. They made them so big. (laughs) (laughs) This is it it is noticeable from the stands, right? And I'm in the like back row almost of the stadium. Bro, Uh, those bases are big. (laughs) It's big. Yeah. And, you know, they increase, you know, they'll they'll say, oh, it's only, you know, another whatever inch or some two inch and a half or something on the on the side or whatever. Sure. Do they just look so big? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the um. The Bill James Moneyball people uh, would have you believe to never steal a base, right? Um, Just because it's like not profitable in terms of the pickoff ratio versus uh, the, you're, the yeah. Game. If you if you have a runner on, that is a potential point, right? Um, it's a potential point that is on the board, and if you get thrown out, you are out and then there was like these metrics for when you should steal a base when the success percentage was possibly above 80 percent all that type of stuff uh and so like in the mid i'm trying to remember this all off the top of my head but like pre-2008 or so when teams really slid back into like there's value in home runs um Mm -hmm. and the bases started climbing back up again there was like a lull i won't call it a a dip because the stolen base percentage is on an increase every single year because people steal less bases but they get better at knowing when and how to do it yeah the, the, um, and then the people that do it are like you know just especially yeah. even better right exactly yeah like they're not gonna have your 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 catcher steal bases anymore but that dude who sprints in the outfield will right uh yeah I mean, there's like, there's there's stolen base kings right out there in the oh, yeah. history of baseball, like Ricky Henderson and all those people. I don't think Ricky Henderson could possibly ever be caught at this point, considering the amount of bases people steal. Uh, the man stole like 1,500 bases or something in yeah, his career. It's, a, it's an unbelievable number. But yeah. Um, but since like 2008 it's hovered around success rate of like 75%, you know, and back in the day when it was like, first you get on, then you steal in the like seventies, it was like at 60%. So, uh, this year already, the average is hovering at like 81%. That's absurd. I, I can tell you from the games I've seen, I've seen stolen bases 
I have only ever seen one runner picked off yeah. in the entire year that I've watched. Uh-huh. And it was because the runner screwed up and the pitcher whipped around and threw it to second and the guy had like a gigantic lead. Yeah. <laughs> and the like the pitcher whipped around to the second baseman who caught it and tagged him out and it was close. But he was out, but like it was close. Well, so the new pickoff rules, I was wondering if that was maybe affecting it. But it's interesting to think the ba- the new size of the bases also. I definitely have seen balks called, right? Uh-huh. Like, which is the thing that never happened before right. this, basically, right? Yeah. And, like, I've seen more than one in a season, which is probably there was one the entire major league, maybe, <laughs> like the entire season, right, before. And now it's like I've seen multiple, you know, just the tiny section of games that i've seen mm-hmm. there's a... usually it's like the, the umpire like calls the balk or whatever and then the pitcher gets super mad <laughs> <laughs> and then gets charged for the pitcher's timeout because he's not ready cascading <laughs> like, effects yeah it's, yeah, it's gonna whole... be gonna be interesting to see how all these rules affect things but uh i don't think even with an 81 percent rate there's gonna be a new ricky henderson but Probably not, but no. you do see people going for it pretty frequently, and I've noticed that catchers like don't try to throw to second. Is from what I have seen. If the guy is yeah. stealing, the catcher is just like whatever. <laughs> They'll <laughs> throw him the catcher, but yeah, maybe yeah. Like you know, if the pitcher is throwing like a heater or something and thinks they could get it to him, but I've seen a lot of catchers just be like, "I'm not even throwing this. Like this isn't yeah. happening." The art of the pitch out definitely seems dead, right? Like yeah. the yeah. the difficulty of pitching uh increased this past year and therefore like i haven't i mean i don't know the stats but i just definitely haven't seen as many pitch outs there i've seen at least one uh and it wasn't a case where like there was literally no benefit to make pitching to this guy like there were already two outs there were already a bunch of people on base put this other guy on base and pitch to the weaker batter who's next oh so intentional walk is not the same as yeah yeah Yeah. oh okay sorry sorry you're talking about something different Uh, so the the catcher steps out from behind the plate and the uh the pitcher throws to him intentionally trying to pick a guy off yeah so like you the the catcher steps out and his throwing motion to second is already happening by the time he's receiving the ball from the pitcher hmm yeah no I, i don't know that i've ever seen one of those yeah, not this season anyway. Certainly. Yeah. Well, and the end of the shift too, you know, who knows? This all yeah. could be co- coming in together to be... Uh... I will say the end of the shift has at least produced a lot more players on base more frequently. Sure. I don't know if that is I mean, a good or bad thing. Yeah, there's a lot of high scoring games this season. I look at scoreboards and I'm like, 12 to what? Uh, yeah. yeah, Atlanta's game tonight just went final at 12 to nothing. Uh, there you go. Uh, I will tell you the game that I attended. Uh, well, I pick, we picked the right one to attend, firstly, because the next night they got destroyed. Uh, <laughs> the next night was a sellout crowd because it was a free giveaway. Oh. And uh, they got destroyed. <laughs> and uh-huh. the game we went to, which was not the free giveaway, they won like 8-4 to four or something. So we... We attended the good game. <laughs> and Everyone who got the free stuff attended the bad one. Wow. Oh. That made me happy to learn uh, in, you know, in hindsight, obviously couldn't have known, but yeah, uh, yeah it was good. I, I will say the, the pace of play having picked up made it feel different. You know, I, I, I'm sure you both have been to baseball games. 
there's kind of a relaxed feeling, or there used to be a relaxed feeling about attending a baseball game. You're like, we're going to be here a while. Let's settle in. We can talk. We can have a good time. And we'll be able to see some baseball in between all that. And it'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that, man. You got to, if you want to watch the baseball, you got to dial in. Like you got to pay attention. You can no time for chit chatting or a lot less time for chit chatting anyway. And if someone gets up to go get food or something, God bless, they're going to miss two innings (laughs) minimum. Yeah. Not even going to have time for my bag of peanuts. No, no. Yeah. So it's very pastoral quality is kind of different, different now, right? No one has, no one has time apparently to go to a baseball game. Here's my problem with baseball. It starts at seven 30 at night sometimes. And so I can't go. (laughs) Yeah. Because what are you going to do? Even yeah. the games that out here start at like six forty are tough if you have to work the next day. Yeah, at you know normal to normal office hour times, it's uh, that's late. Yeah, but that it was a it was still a fun time for all that. Um, you know, it helps that our team won, so we felt better about it that way. Um, yeah, you know, baseball's still fun. We'll be going to several more games this season, I suspect. But you know times tbd <laughs> um that wasn't the only thing i was up to though if you guys just want to continue talking about me i love it all day every day uh i mean <laughs> i literally i literally have no choice so um it's my life unfortunately uh we all then the week after that right what? like two or three days after that i was like how whose life am i supposed to talk about i only live mine uh, right i'm yeah but you yeah. know, we could talk about Shigeru Miyamoto's life. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't have he's, anything to say about him. It's not know. as interesting. I agree. I've never met the man, and I know nothing to say. I don't. Oh, then you, then you're qualified to write some sort of best-selling book about him. <laughs> I guess that's the way uh, that goes for famous figures, right? Like, yeah, you don't you don't want to meet them? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, several days after that baseball game, though, we hopped on a plane to go back east to attend a wedding Uh, a good friend of ours was getting married and we did that um on the suburbs of well i don't know suburbs is the wrong i think it's the wrong way to describe it anyway outside of dc a couple hours um great wedding had a nice time met some friends came back uh man i don't know have you guys uh when was the last time either of you guys got on planes it hasn't been that long right oh Uh, recently yeah january Three weeks. January. Did the planes you guys were on need you to have headphones? Need me to have headphones for what? Like if you want to use the in-flight entertainment. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, have, yes. I have not been on one of those in a while. Did you have to have plug-in headphone jack headphones? No. I could uh, hook up... Uh, to oh so the plane i thought you were going a different way than the, than this the last 3 plane flights i've been on you hook up your phone to the wi-fi of the plane and then you download their infotainment app and then yes that's how it works so that is what i expected and what i had been dealing with the last couple flights i had been on until this one where they had seats in the back of the screen that needed a plug and we didn't have those. So we were just SOL. The entire yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what age is that? Plane? 
don't know uh but that sucked <laughs> it was not great um did they not have any you could request from the flight attendant because so every I, time i've been on that kind of flight you've at least been able to ask them for some so i don't know at the time it was like a red eye flight so maybe they were just like you know trying to keep people to keep the screens off or something i don't know yeah um but i suck at sleeping on planes so i was gonna plan to watch a movie but that didn't plan that didn't pan out because i couldn't get a a headphone on the way back it was a similar plane uh we had thought ahead this time and like stopped at a cvs somewhere where we were out or whatever and bought like the cheapest headphones we could find for four dollars or whatever. <laughs> here it comes um, and then they gave out free ones right? uh-huh. there it is so um i don't know it i was just annoyed by the whole process because i expected the thing where like i brought my wireless headphones i had my phone it was charged i had a battery i was planning to do the thing that you were talking about andrew yeah and then no frustration i think that they should all switch to that now just i have my device give me another inch of leg room and take all the tvs out of the plane yeah, and the, taking the TVs out doesn't give you any leg room whatsoever. Don't no, but, you yourself. know, their maintenance costs go down for not having to fix TVs and all that. So, you know, yeah. maybe they Did can... they ever fix them? I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> not confident that ever actually happened. Fair. Um. Yeah, so, that, that you know, the, the wedding was nice. So we had a great time uh, seeing friends and family and, and whatnot. But, yeah, that was a frustrating series of flights. Um not the way I would have wanted to do it given uh, whatever options we had. Um, Last bit of thing that we got up to, uh, we went to the symphony uh, this past weekend and we saw a new hope in concert. Oh, now we're back to the nerd Very stuff. Cool. There yeah. It is. Yeah. I say we're, we're wa- I'm walking it towards the direction uh, of this <laughs> podcast here. Uh, you yeah, guys, that movie's pretty good. I right. have it at the top Hold, for a reason. Holds up. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. The problem is uh, it holds up. And that's why it always it's up at the top for me. It does hold up. Uh, I will say it was really fun, you know, watching with a big crowd. Um, but you just can't beat that orchestra, man. It's so good. All the music is good. There's literally, I don't think, a single track in the entire movie that's bad. It's like John Williams. You can just put him in the like pantheon of people like beethoven and mozart at this point and just say like it's those guys and john williams now (laughs) right like he has produced a huge amount of uh memorable film music uh iconic film music i would say yeah stuff that has defined the genre for years and years there are definitely people now that are like Oh, he's doing a John Williams with this track, you know, with like this soundtrack. Right. Like there are people uh-huh. that there's, I mean, you got to, then you got to start talking about like Hans Zimmer. Sure. And, the man also couple, is extremely prolific. Yeah. The, the other, they do a lot of stuff, people and, uh, and now they're imitators, right? Um, yeah. But, very yeah, good though. Like, I mean, like to, to do a soundtrack for, you know, those series of films, not back to back so much, but the first three movies being relatively close together and then take such a massive break and come back to it with episode one. And whatever you think about episode one, the music in there is 
wonder if he can hear us. I'm hearing little beeps. Yeah, can you hear us, Andy? I have no idea what that means. Hello? Hello. Oh, welcome back. Ugh. I think it's got to be the microphone, right? I mean, at this point. Maybe you just gotta... got a lemon. We think so? Maybe you got hmm. the plastic oil pan of wireless mic. <laughs> did we, we've talked about this on this podcast, right? Oh, we did. I don't know. You have to tell the story anyway now. Uh, for people that missed like 150 episodes ago. Uh, go back and listen to all those, go, by the way. Go back to listen to anything that mentions Ford in it. I'm going to shout them down by name. <laughs> These morons. <laughs> in an effort to save 10 cents on a bolt and another 15 cents on a gasket decided the best thing they could possibly do was oil switch the oil pan for this brand new motor they're making from everybody else's oil pan which is metal gasket metal to caulk it on with some plastic yeehaw yeehaw it'll probably stay michael michael uh oil uh famously very good at doing what when it comes in contact with metal with metal or with plastic <laughs> all of the above i mean you know it's uh it is a lubricant uh-huh and it's the wrong kinds of plastic it uh it, it does not play well yeah the other other problem being when it leaks out of the pan because the sealant is not a good sealant it then permeates the metal oh mm-hmm. that too and then when you put that caulking back on it's not it sealing because it yeah. it's caught to metal that is permeated with oil. Oh my god! Truly a baffling engineering decision, and one that provided hours of entertainment to this podcast as I continued to have oil leaks and oil leaks and oil leaks. Yeah. Well, uh, this is the this is the oil leak of podcast problems. So I think we should probably move on from this. Yeah, moving, moving on. Um, yeah, that, that concert was great. We had a really great time. Uh, it's really fun to see a movie like that, that everyone kind of knows all the words. You know, there was like people a couple rows ahead of me. You could hear a guy was like saying every line, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And yep. like, uh, you know, like the first time Han Solo comes on the screen, the entire audience cheers. Sure. Um you know, it's just really um, re- just a real fun time. Um, you know, it is uh, still uh, the only version is the special edition, right? So Greedo shoots, which is dumb. Uh-huh. And it has all those really dumb uh, added scenes with like Jabba and the like weird robots and stuff in Mos Eisley. And like, I forget what the other ones are, like the like 50 extra starfighters in the Battle of Yavin 4. I don't hate all the I don't hate all the extras from the special edition. I, I want to be clear. I think some of them are good, including that scene with Jabba is actually not terrible. I think the problem with it is like half of them. He's just like, what if this thing did a somersault? It's like, come on, man, <laughs> yeah, just add extra like, stuff. There's a there's a, a scene as they're like, you know, taking the speeder into most Eisley where like a robot and, or like a little droid and a dinosaur are fighting. It's like like, you know, the robot is trying to like hit the little lizard or something. It's like, what? Why is this? Here? And what? This and just, then the Jawa was going to hit itself in the face with a spanner. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't, don't, don't do this. Like the, the movie is fine. It already has funny parts. You don't need this. Like just stop. Yeah. 
the the movie is good as it is and and some of that stuff it does add good context it gives you boba fett another another movie yeah. earlier it, right. i mean yeah. if you watch them out the of order i guess and, the scene with han and jabba i don't care about particularly um but like some of those silly scenes in most Eisley are like why are these here what are we doing what are we doing yeah, yeah i could see it you know there's like the the stormtroopers coming the desert have like 50 lizards they're riding around on it's like it's okay all right fine whatever (laughs) like this wasn't necessary but sure we added a lizard here okay cool whatever sure yeah anyway that movie is great uh and that's a fun time so highly recommended for folks if you ever get a chance to see a symphony perform uh those i recommend you do it um that was kind of what i've been up to it sounds like i did miss a couple of things while i was out though Y'all do any of that free comic book day? Oh, heck yeah, we did. We did indeed, yeah. We 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 cheated, though. <laughs> what? How dare you? To Instead of waiting in line for free comics, and we went to the library instead, JJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wherein there were many activities for young children, gigantic air quotes. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh including making perlers of comic book heroes and face painting and coloring while dad got to talk to the star trek cosplay people yeah just keep coloring <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh which entailed at the end of it um them getting like raffle entries and okay. and the ability to win board games was one Including. of the things. Yeah, you you give them the list, Michael, because I was leading up to this part and I was hoping you would jump in. Yeah. So the the top prize, in my opinion, and also a why would you have this as a raffle prize at a children's event at a public library, JJ, was Bloodborne the board game. Ah, uh, hmm. still in shrink wrap. <laughs> Yep. I mean, it, it, it's an expensive board game, I can say. This is true. I don't know that really about all you can say for it. Like it, maybe. <laughs> okay, that's that's a thing that happened, I suppose. Yeah, uh, but it was it was entertaining as an event win. I mean, they had you know they had stuff that library fairs that didn't have when we were kids, including the three D printer station. Oh, see, those are cool, man. Kids should kids. Hey, kids. Listen up to old Uncle JJ. Uh, 3D printers are pretty cool. You should learn about them. Thanks for the tip. 3D printers I, are cool. They had a, they uh, so cool. They're extremely cool. That was actually pretty cool. Shout out to the uh, Orange County Libraries for, for coming up with that idea. And it got us away from the massive lines at actual Free Comic Book Day. So when we went over there, it was um, manageable. You know? Yeah. It had the nice. benefit from being across the street from the comic book store that we would have gone to. Yeah. Oh, nice. And you could Walking stroll distance. over there after the the crowds had thinned a bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Solid. Yeah. It was fun. It was a good little thing. And it was uh it was fun to see like the little mini artist alley thing they had created. They had they had <laughs> they had created a manga tent outside. Mm-hmm. Um that one of the kids was interested in it and was like oh yeah look at all this manga and stuff and then i stared at it and was like oh look at all this manga here uh 
I'll come back later. If none of the kids have taken any of it, I will, uh, I'll be checking out some of these items. Some series you needed, it felt like you could collect a little. Uh, uh, it was all for checking out to, I mean, from the library. So, oh, gotcha, gotcha. But there was yeah. a prominently displayed uh, series of Twilight Princess. Yes, there was. Uh, the Twilight Princess finally brings us around to talking about video games after 40 minutes. Twist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to talk know. about Tears of the Kingdom, huh? I, I haven't played it, so I have nothing to talk about. Oh, I thought Michael said he already collected all 900 seats. Oh, no, I was I was laughing at the, the spoilers, Andy. God, you ruined the game now. I'm just going to throw it in the garbage. There's no reason to even play it. You weren't going to do it anyway. That's true. Uh, people are very up in arms about spoilers on this game. I'll just say. Oh, None are they really? Played it. Oh, dude. Bro, well, given that, so the, given that the game leaked about a week early. Yeah. There was, well, there was a lot of, of pursuit of the leakers by the powers that be. And then backlash from the community about, oh, no, you're spoiling all the game. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I. As we know, my policy on spoilers is I don't care. So go ahead and sure. spoil whatever you want. Um, it, I, people that want to be surprised, I want them to have what they want. So That's fair. Good point. I, I can bleep yeah. it out. It's also who cares. If you're the crazy person person who in the first Breath of the Wild collected all 900 seeds. You hey, had now, to assume. First, why? You had why? to assume they'd be bad. Why? Why do this? <laughs> don't put yourself through that i don't know i want to know i want to know what the reward is i think it's like nothing i mean it in the first oh one, in the first one it was like nothing no right? i know what it was in the first one because i collected all 900 of them why <laughs> <laughs> he got you he finally worked it back in so he could say it again <laughs> michael why uh i'm a masochist for stuff like that i guess oh I just I, I I can't. I assume I don't know. I got I got nothing there. Anyway, none of us have played the game. I assume, right? None no, of us know anything about it, so I won't know, be playing guess, it anytime soon. Unfortunately, yeah, we, for our yeah. listenership now, thirty percent of people have left. I guess. Yeah, we won't be talking about it here. Sorry, guys. Um, Tune into We Were Gamers in twenty twenty six when we give you our review. <laughs> you know, that's probably when people should review stuff like that. It's definitely a lot of hyperbole flying around about this game, too. It's being like, oh, this is better than the best game ever, which was Breath of the Wild. This game is better. It must be the best game of all time. It's like, it's been out for a week. Let's, like, <laughs> slow it down, you know? Take a step back. Maybe it is great, and maybe it will be a classic forever. Who knows? It's been a week, though. <laughs> like, Yeah, chill. Yeah. Uh, I The only thing I've been playing is uh, more Pathfinder. Um I've been playing some COTC, of course, uh, which I assume y'all have been doing as well. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, you, you guys are gonna be disappointed in me, though. Uh, uh did you un uninstall it? Because otherwise, no, no just I just been, I just been doing old stuff, and I haven't done the new chapter yet. I just kind of am milling about. I started. I'm. This is why I'm a little tired today. Honestly, I've started getting up early. Uh, oh, welcome, welcome to the club. Like like we old people do. Yeah. And um and I just don't have like the time to do the story chapter in the morning before the things take off. 
and I have responsibilities. And then once I get home, it's like I have work, like actual work to do. Uh, so I can't be playing a game all afternoon. And then I have documented vigorously on this podcast my current and everlasting inability to play play this game in bed at night. <laughs> so, so I've been That's finding playtime. I've been si- finding bite sized things to do uh, in the morning, like along with the dailies. Is like oh. I'm going to go kill 20 curators and get that little two, two Ruby achievement. And, you know, mm. I've done, I've done five of those this week. So now I have 10 rubies built up, you know, that's probably what I should do, honestly, for like easy Ruby farming as we approach a time when that might be beneficial to have. I'm already, I've kind of, so I blew my account during the bravely i don't think we've talked about cotc since then but i kind of blew my account during the bravely default rerun uh which people that pay attention to champions of the continent will know that that was a huge waste of rupees um but i wanted to get the characters i missed the first time around it seemed like a good opportunity to do it because i had a decent size account but i'm already back to like 1600 Mm-hmm. that's not bad yeah it builds up, you know. Uh, yeah. As long as you're, as long as you're doing stuff, you'll doing they, they do, come back, you know. Doing those level one hundreds has helped a lot. Yeah, yeah those are worth. Those are a big boost. And um, you know, like the ads, I get thirty rubies a week from the ads. So yeah, I haven't done the ads in so long. I just like to don't care. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not not having fun, but I'm also finding it hard to like knuckle down and stay awake at night and play, play the new story. I know Michael's probably already beaten it. I I have also already beaten it, but you can really just do it in little chunks. You don't need to like, you know, devote four hours or whatever and do it all at once. Yeah. This, this story chapter actually breaks up kind of nicely. Well, the the previous one, literally, if you stopped in the middle of it and let the day reset, you were in big trouble. Right. There's there's none of that this time. So I, I think we already told you that there are the, the gimmick this time around are the, the hallmark of JRPGs, the switch maze. Yeah. And the the nice thing about the design of this one is that once you solve the maze on a particular floor the path from the start of the floor to the end of the floor stays open. Oh, good. Unlike the uh, sand maze. Yes. Yes. So you could do a floor and then just exit back out, do your dailies, and then shortcut your way through that floor the next day to the next floor. Well, that uh, reduces my anxiety quite a bit. So thank you. Yeah, and it, uh, I'll tell you, I had to do that a couple of times because I got wrecked by that boss. Uh, uh, both of them, actually. Oh, the um, half, the, what do they call that? The mini-boss? Mid, mid-boss or, or whatever. So the mid-boss, yeah. 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 Which which uh, in the previous chapter was not a mid-boss because you just did it back-to-back with the main boss. <laughs> right. So the, uh, the, both, of them, both of the bosses have gimmicks, Andy, that we have, we have not seen before. Oh, wonderful. 
Yeah, go ahead and pre- be prepared to lose. I'll just say because uh, okay, I brought I brought a team that just wasn't going to succeed uh, on one of them, and just uh, you know I stuck it out, and that was wrong. I should have I should have just <laughs> given up. You know, waste, the only person's time who was wasted was my own. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh man, um, yeah, but you know I, I am just kind of on a. Um, sort of on a daily login get the farming done and craft a couple pieces of gear and then leave kind of i i as the uh old going through old content by the way uh unless you really want to do the minotaur every single day for like three months don't farm bravely gear yeah i won't be doing that Uh, haven't been yeah just letting you know okay (laughs) that i I did that. that experiment with some math and realized, oh, oh boy, you took that. You took that one for the team there. We appreciate yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's been pretty fun. Um, that's kind of been all I've been up to. Um, but Andy, you played some Apex still. Are you still playing Apex? You talked about it a while ago. I don't know if you're still doing it. Uh, I am actually. Um, I tried out some new heroes. They just dropped a new hero in that game. Uh, JJ. He can carry three guns. Okay. I mean, that's one more gun than normal. So that's... Okay. Some people are able to carry another gun that's, like, static. So, like, one of my favorite heroes is Vantage. She comes with a sniper rifle uh, as her ultimate. That seems good. Nice. Okay. So, there are some guns in, guns in the game that are, like, truly very good once they're upgraded. You know how the upgrade system works, which is... Actually, very interesting to talk about right now because Warzone just went through another big update, too. Um, And the way that you upgrade guns in in Apex is literally, like, there are upgrade slots. Depending on how good the gun is is standard, it will have more or less upgrade slots. So, like, a G7 Scout is pretty dang good. Um, But it needs a lot of upgrades to make it good and accurate. Because if it were accurate, it would be unfair, like off the floor, you know, mm-hmm. and there's like, mm-hmm. there's the like flat line, which is good and accurate and does a lot of damage. So there's really not any upgrading to it because it, all you can do is make it a little more accurate and make it carry more bullets because it's already pretty good. So there's like that balance that exists in the game and you kind of have to know which guns upgrade how and that's that's learning the game, etc. So uh warzone has gone through a new iteration where it like the, all the upgrading happens outside the game and now there's so many things that you can level that like it's literally impossible for a new player to have a good gun there's like tuning maps because not only do you have to put upgrades on the gun but like you have to go in and tune each upgrade like a like a slider there's like a slider on each one it's like do you want this to be more accurate more fast more and it's like a a y x y axis thing okay so like each gun (laughs) in that game you have to go in and level outside the game and do these math it's like why would i play that i don't know um it's interesting to talk about both though because they both overhauled their ranked systems jj uh Both of them have landed on the idea that you should no longer get credit really for time played in a game, but instead like good placement, 
I don't know. So I don't. Uh, Apex has kind of changed up. So before, before now, you would play a game, and let's say I'm a a bad pl- player because I am, and so I'm in the bronze category, right? Not the gold or diamond or whatever. To okay. play the to play I mean, the I'm, game, I'm bad too. So yeah, that would, that would make sense. To play the game, we just go into the game and. We get ranking points uh, based on us doing stuff. And so, like, if we live a long time, we get some ranking points. If we kill anybody, we get some ranking points. If we do some damage, we get some ranking points. And if we place in the top five, we get some ranking points. If you get win, you get some ranking points. Okay. So, they eliminated all that and they said, okay, no more rank points. No more ranks like there were before. It's just ladder position inside each group and uh you get them by being in the game and doing well in the game generally so like okay yeah you'll still get points probably if you kill people and stay a long time and assist and all that but you won't get those points unless you do well so like you need to place in the top I think it's like 10 or five to get a certain amount of points. And then those things from before that you got points for are now a bonus on top. Mm. And beyond that, if you want to play, you have to be level like 50 to play the game, which let me tell you, I've been playing for a couple months now on a new account because I switched over to the PlayStation five. I'm only level 33. What does what All do you this do if you're not playing the game. What? How do you th- get levels otherwise? You, you can play unranked, right? You can play just pickup games. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So I think all this is to really try to slow down the people that are smorking the ladder with just like Smurf accounts and bad play and cheating and all these things. They've really overhauled the game and just said, you know what? Do well or don't play. Yeah, I mean, a competitive game like that, right? They're kind of the only is the win and the loss, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's, that's the system that Hearthstone has had for forever. Magic has a similar system Yeah, where it's just like, hey, wins count up, losses count down. That's it. Do yeah. Win more, you go up. That's how it goes. Yeah, and it's it's fascinating because their system was the one everyone held up before. It was like, look, if you play and you put in your time, you'll eventually move up, and then you get to play against better people, and you'll get better, and now it's like, no, nah, just do better from the beginning. And at the same time they did that, the Warzone, who's got the you know unusable weapons because you have to spend hours and hours and hours leveling w- one gun, uh, which, you know, Apex already figured that out and was like, what if the guns just got upgraded in the game? Uh, Warzone comes out with their own ranked system at almost the exact same time, and what's their ranked system? Gee, if you kind of just smork the game <laughs> and get a lot of kills, uh, you rank up. And it's like it's it, they took the the old Apex strategy, made it worse at the exact same time that Apex overhauled theirs and was like, there's too many people with smurfs and cheating and all this other stuff, so we're going to make it harder to play the game. Very interesting takes from the two biggest pretty much biggest i think at this point battle royale names left other than uh fortnite fortnite's its own thing i don't know if fortnite even has ranked i don't think so that would take Uh, away from fortnite i 
I bet it does. You're almost certainly wrong about that. Oh, I'm sure. You know what? You're you're absolutely right. Uh, you know how you know that I'm absolutely right and you're not absolutely right? Uh, this article about Apex says Fortnite's adding ranked play. <laughs> it doesn't have it currently. Okay. Lesson learned. A game that I've never played, uh, I knew You got about. schooled at. That schooled you. Now, I'm, now you uh, know. I am it's, the one who is the learner. It's weird. It's weird to be like, oh, okay. I, I guess if I want to play Apex more, I have to like invest a significant amount of time. Very strange. You're saying if you want to play more, you have to play more. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Good point. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yogi Bear. <laughs> That's a podcast, as they say. Like I'm calling it a podcast. I don't know. I don't know what else to talk about. I'm. Uh, we're, it's been a long day, long week, long couple of weeks. It's. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Just uh, you know, stay good out there, folks. You know, be be kind to each other. Make a make other people's lives better instead of worse. That's just the my recommendation to everyone out there. Send in 3ds stories or fake JoJo names. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I Pod- Andy's watching JoJo. Andy, hold on, stop. <laughs> Andy, how's how's JoJo? I, I texted Michael. I think outside the chat, maybe it was in the chat that he needs to start watching it because people using Tommy guns against vampires is fantabulous. Are you in season two at this? So point? I'm in season two, which is still technically part two. You're in part two. I'm in part two, but it's also maybe season two. I in it's are, very are you watching this on Netflix? Yeah. Have you had to select another thing from the drop down menu? I mean it all just auto plays. God damn it. Oh really? <laughs> it cause there's like, you know, if you're using the interface on the PC uh or like a <laughs> a big thing is a drop down <laughs> menu for like which season you want to pick and the price uh-huh. divided up by parts right oh right so on the pc I, I, versus... I don't want to talk about i don't I, I can name events that will tell me where you are but i don't want to spoil anything for michael if he's gonna watch it. oh yeah but then you'd be spoiling him for michael even if you named if i named events for you to know which is why i'm saying i'm trying to ask what part you're in <laughs> i'm in part two i know the name of of the names bat- of the parts is battle no spoiler battle tendency you're in battle tendency okay i know where i that think is. is the right one that i'm in okay all right yeah i I'm love really excited i love that my confusion about stuff a lot of time you know what mm-hmm. the cool thing about jojo is <laughs> they uh-huh. will they are fully willing to confuse you and then later oh yeah unconfuse you with a simple answer that makes no sense, but you're like, but because you're invested in it, you're like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You're like, wait a minute. This person is related to that person, but they're not really. Oh, no, they're mine. Sorry. Yep. I shouldn't ask questions. I should just watch. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> you think it doesn't get explained, but it does. Michael. It, it uh, may not be. You may not be happy with it. <laughs> M- Michael, That's people's anime. people's names continue to be wonderful as uh recently i've run into someone named Susie q 
Okay. Yes. (laughs) Who is uh, a friend of Lisa Lisa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it. It's it's at this point just wonderful. You know? Yeah. It really is a they don't make them like this. They don't they don't it's not even a they don't make it like they used to. It's a they don't make them like this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that it's that scene from Ghostbusters. You mean they don't like make them like they used to? No, nobody made them like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. This was the only one of this why, but too bad. Here you go. Mhm. Uh I uh, I hope you stick it out into the further parts. I don't want to spoil it for him, but w- w- when the world events that happen in 1938 start to come into the show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I sure was like, man, these people must love Indiana Jones also. Uh-huh. Uh, let's just say that I I smile very much watching all that stuff. It's uh, it's absurd. It's, it doesn't it doesn't stop being absurd. I think is the greatest part. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. All right, well, uh, Michael, if folks want to tell us about other great JoJo names and or uh, stories from their 3ds, where could they do that? They can send those to podcast at weweregamers.com. We uh, we're compiling our lists. We will actually get to them at some point. Believe folks we will before we play tears of the kingdom how's that that's a safe i can keep that promise (laughs) i can keep that promise uh they should also check us out on the socials uh facebook instagram we were gamers and go check out our youtube channel yeah youtube.com slash at we were gamers i think hey that's the one yeah check us out on there That, that helps us out so we appreciate you out there listening to us and we hope you'll join us next time (laughs) 